Welcome everyone back to the Tailgate Country Podcast. We are coming to you from 2021 for the first time. Uh, really excited. We got a really cool guest coming up. You probably know him. His name's Hayden Kaufman. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. We talked about what his career, some of his uh, top five country songs he couldn't live without. Um, oh yeah, that's a list. Yeah. He, he oh, yeah. pulled out the, the the big stick deep cuts on us. Oh yeah. <laughs> he told us uh, he's got a live show coming up too, which is really refreshing news. Oh so, my God, yeah. music to our ears. That was, I'm so excited that we can finally be like, hey, where are you going to be soon? Right, um, yes. But before we get to him, Hunter, you have something for everybody listening. Yep. Even in 2021. Even in 2021. Up, <laughs> we're teaming up with our friends at Southern Creek Clothing. Um, they're an outdoor apparel company founded in 2019. And they pride themselves on quality Southern apparel and great customer service. And they are offering 20% off to all of our listeners. If you use the code TG country in all capitals. TG country, 20% off. Also check out our website. I know I tell you guys this every time, but that is T gates country. Um, We have a whole bunch of podcast links, articles, information about our guests uh new music releases we do a lot of stuff up there that we don't put on the podcast um that we also can't fit on our social media so go check out tgatecountry.com um but let's get on to it here's hayden kaufman Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we welcome on our first guest of 2021. He is an East Tennessee native, current Nashville artist. His name is Hayden Kaufman. Hayden, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Good. Yeah. Good to see you. Well, we'll kick things off. Uh, Hayden, tell us about your story, any early influences you had, and I guess what made you who you are today? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I kind of, I didn't really do music, uh, at all growing up really just kind of got into it in college uh i went to Cumberland university a little bit uh if you're familiar with tennessee at all it's a little east of nashville in an area called uh lebanon and uh kind of got into music there i was playing baseball there and going to school and then uh, um, met some dudes that were well, playing guitar and kind of got into like singing and putting videos up through there um i'd sang some uh growing up like my my family likes to party, so like at my memo's parties and stuff, like she used to have like a karaoke machine. So I would do some of that kind of stuff as a kid, but like nothing hardcore. Like I was in like chorus in middle school because I had to take it. But you know, when you're when you're a young kid, you know, music's not really the cool thing to do. So that's kinda how I always thought. I was like, oh, I'm not that's nerdy, I'm not doing that. But um kinda got into it, like I said, uh my, my sophomore year of college, I was like, Man, you know what, I'm gonna they want to drop out and try to do this thing. You know, I had some uh, people liking what I was putting out and uh, not putting out like musical. I wouldn't even write songs yet, but, like, you know, videos and all that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's kind of like how I started. I just kind of threw myself to the wolves. My dad, uh, my parents actually, um, and, you know, funny enough, my dad, because obviously they're helping me pay for school. I was like, man, you know, since I'm not gonna be playing ball, should I go try to do school and do this? And he was kind of like, screw that, man. Like, don't don't waste my money. Like, drop out of school, <laughs> try to do the music thing, you know. And if it doesn't work, whatever. But 
you know, it's not cool to play fraternity parties when you're 45. So you probably should go ahead and try to do it now <laughs> and see if you can figure, figure something out. So that's kind of how that whole ordeal started. And uh, I was doing a lot of like random gigs, just I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground when it came to what I should be getting paid and how long to play and all that. And I'm doing all these covers. I hadn't ever written a song. Um, but my buddy at the time, uh, one of my roommates in college, he dabbled in like playing guitar and songwriting and all that kind of stuff. And so we, you know, I was kind of like, man, you know, I, I called up this guy, uh, found a producer and was like, Hey man, like, I don't have any songs yet, but I'm just going to see if you'd like be willing to work with me. And kind of, I was like, man, I would like to put out an EP just cause I was tired of also like in my, you know, sending people stuff. Like when you're talking to venues, like if you don't have music out, it's like very close to impossible to book, you know? Um, and it's a, you know, you can send them videos, but like, who wants to sit here and open up a video and listen to some guy playing, singing acoustically in his living room, you know, <laughs> unless they're like, you know, famous, obviously. But yeah, that's kind of how my, my first little bit started there. I know it was a little sporadic, but something like that. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in Nashville? Um, so, like I said, I went to lebanon uh to school there so i was i moved to murfreesboro actually because i was planning on that's right outside of nashville i was planning on going to school out at mtsu middle tennessee state university and then going and then whatever but that was the fall of 2018 so i've been in the area since then but i didn't move to nashville till last year so 29 oh i guess two years ago now 2019 okay uh, yeah, so but I've been in the area since like late late fall of uh, 2018. Gotcha. How has that changed your outlook on music since you've been actually in Nashville? Oh my gosh, a huge huge uh, huge change just because you learn you gain a lot of knowledge like every day. Just like when I first put my first EP out, like, I took it down. Now it's not even out anymore. I took it down and re-recorded some of the stuff and some of it I'll never put out just because the recording quality wasn't great. Like what I want to do now and all that but you know when I put that out I didn't even promote it you know I didn't even know what to do I had a lot of people like friends and family like hyping it up and excited because like a lot of people didn't even know I did music because I was like I, I hell I don't even I didn't even know I didn't you know I wanted to sing um but I didn't even promote it or anything that's a lot of stuff I've learned when I moved here and then you know the whole co-writing thing you know learning how to go meet people and be like, hey you want to write um but man, that it's changed my entire perspective just because there's so much stuff that people that you don't even know. Like you, it's just like I feel like there's a lot like moving to Nashville. You just learn by living here and being here because if not, you wouldn't know. Like people can tell you about it, but until you experience stuff and just kind of throw yourself to the wolves, you really don't know. You talked about doing uh, covers in college, and I feel like you know a lot of people get started doing covers and stuff. So if you had to sit down uh, and say in front of a new, you know some of your buddies buddies right you didn't know them what was your go-to cover oh man back in college i really liked that was when um like hurricane was hitting real well luke Combs. i would cover that a lot i covered uh tomorrow chris young was a big one to do then um those kind of saw i remember five more minutes scotty mccurry was just now hitting oh, yeah. those couple songs just like random ones like that i tried to stick and stuff in my wheelhouse like the Luke Combses and Jason Aldean's, uh, like, and all the, those kind of songs was up my alley. But also, like, if we were sitting, like, in the dorm, I would just try to do anything also that was, like, you know, currently hitting on radio, I guess. 
And do you remember like if there was a first time or first song where you sat down, you played that song down after a few beers, whatever, and you and your friend just kind of looked at you and like, dude, and you're like, wow, maybe I can do this. Like, do you remember specifically if you do have a first moment? Um, you know, I uh, the first video we put out on inside, I put out on Instagram from the dorm, man, my buddy were put out was uh, I sang was doing Hurricane. It got like a really cool reaction. Um. Man, probably one of the moments, and he doesn't even know that I noticed this, but it was funny. One of my best friends, like my whole life, he's not in music. He was just at, in my dorm at the time, but we, we grew up together and from Knoxville and everything. But um, I was just singing, I think it was like the dance. And he comes in there and was like, shit, man, I didn't know you could sing until you sang that song. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> thanks, I appreciate it, I guess. But that was, that was cool too, just because he had, you know, he's unbiased. He could care less if I sang or not, but I thought that was cool. That's a tough one too. Like not, not even like a, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, covering Garth is like, that's tough yeah. for somebody coming and be like, Hey dude, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I love some Garth, man. Did you grow up playing um, like the guitar or anything? Or was that something you picked up in college too? Man? No, I honestly, dude, really. I, I haven't even, I mean, I, I picked it around a little bit. Like when I knew I wanted to start music, I was started playing it a little bit my sophomore year and I still have that guitar. It's like the only one I have because still at my shows, I never even play it live just because I've got so many, my, you know, good players around me and my band and like even my roommates in my band, he's always here. So, but actually what's uh, really started making me play a lot is quarantine. And I've been putting out a lot more video, especially on my TikTok game, trying to get that up. I've been playing it all the time. So, uh, it actually has kind of been a blessing. It's made me stop being lazy and play it instead of relying on somebody else. But I'll just sing it. You play it, I'll sing it. But no, I didn't grow up playing it at all. I didn't even have a guitar, actually. Yeah, that's something over quarantine I've kind of picked up a little bit. And man, it's it's a definitely a learning curve with it. It is, man. Like, what's crazy, especially with like country music, like, you don't really even need to know that many chords. I mean, obviously. You, you can you can make everything dumbed down, but it's just a whole different game when you need to sing and play at the same time. Yeah. Especially when you get to songs that aren't like slow or mid tempo. You have some like complicated stuff going on while you're trying to sing. Like for me, I still can't can't do that. But I mean, you know, it's all it's all a thing. You know, I'm like the guys in my band that have been that play guitar, I mean they've been playing since they're like seven years old, you know. Yeah. So it's just, <laughs> you know I mean, and they're like robots at this point. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you mentioned to us the other day that you were headed out of uh texas the other day was that right yeah that what, were you, what were you doing down here um yeah are y'all in texas i am he is nice nice i noticed the fort worth at yeah um, yeah but uh my girlfriend's actually from there she's like uh she's got some family a little bit north like in north texas a little north of dallas uh in a little area called wiley and then um i was also in west texas we went to see our other half of the family uh, out near like Clyde, Abilene. Um, but yeah, man, we were just out there just kind of, you know, she spent Christmas with me out in East Tennessee when we went out there, but I'm actually supposed to be going out uh, to Texas and playing some this year. Hopefully, if, you know, if everything goes right. So I'm supposed to, one of them's private, but we're talking with, uh, do you know, like Tristan Merez? Oh yeah. We're yeah. supposed to play a couple of shows with him. This isn't in Texas, but hopefully a couple of shows with him in Oklahoma. Um, I have to get the details on that. Um, and I talked to my buddy actually a couple of days ago, Cody Hibbard. Uh, yeah. No, 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 him, but we're talking to him about doing some shows. But 
I went, I've been out to Texas a couple times playing, but all they're all been smaller shows. I'm trying to get more so I'm not from out there instead of like gigs. I'm trying to get more like opening slots since like you know, I'm not gonna be able to pull a crowd out in Texas because I'm from East Tennessee, but I love going out there, you know. Next time you're uh next time you're in Texas, you'll have to let us know and I will drive to Waco. I'll drive to totally, Southern yeah. Oklahoma to come see. Where do you live at in Texas? I'm currently just west of Fort Worth. Well, in Fort Worth, but western side of town. Okay. Cool. I was near there. We went to Billy Bob's the other day when uh, Josh Abbott band was playing. Oh yeah, yep. Ten minutes down the road, actually, from here. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, we frequent fre- frequent Billy Bob's. That's for sure. <laughs> man. That place is sick. It really is. And it doesn't get old either. You go there twenty five times still, as good as the yeah. first. That's cool. Yeah, man. I'll let y'all know. Hopefully, I'm hoping we get down there. Uh, hopefully, get down there for a couple good runs. It should be fun. I love I love going down there. It's a lot different. Mm-hmm. Well, besides uh, trying to become TikTok famous, what else have you been doing <laughs> since uh, live shows really put on hold? Man, you know, uh, a lot of stuff we started doing at the beginning is just things that like I really didn't have an opportunity to do when I'm trying to like, you know, because at this point, especially at my level, I'm just trying to play wherever, whenever, how much I can, you know, any show they'll let me have. Um so during all that, you know, your head is kind of a whirlwind. Like actually when I messed you I went, you know, I was a little late. I finally got to purchase a trailer today. That's huge. So I don't have to rent it anymore. Ooh, I got a trailer nice. now. That's another pain in my ass that won't be there. <laughs> but, uh, no, one thing that we did, we did a lot of stuff like kind of up in my, like just all of my socials and especially like my website. And like, I didn't even have last year at this time, like an online website set up perfectly, like to where, I can literally just say, Hey, I've got this on my website. Go buy it. You know, I, it was all just, but luckily my managers got a guy that's helping us with that. And so that's another thing I've, I've got that going. I was really like weak on my, my YouTube stuff. So, you know, I started ramping my YouTube, just pretty much anything you can do to reach people. And also just a ton of organization really that I just didn't have really going. Like I said, cause all we're trying to do is, Hey, you know, play every weekend, you know, whoever wants us to play fraternity bar or whatever. Um, so really been trying to amp up, you know, cause social media obviously is just the key right now. And there's so many of them. It's just really hard to keep up with everything at the same time. But um, with my team right now, they've definitely made me, they've helped me a bunch doing that and just help me kind of stay aware. Um, kind of on top of all that. And, You've hinted at it, uh, but I don't think it's been outright said. So you're an independent artist. You are busting your ass, making your own way. Do you enjoy being an independent? Man, I do. You know, I like it a lot. Obviously, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to have millions of dollars behind me. And all that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, hopefully, hopefully that's the goal one day. But, you know, I, I really do like it. I mean, with being independent, you know, you have a lot of say in what you're doing. The only brutal part about it is, you know, you're not going to get all the opportunities. A lot of guys will just because of that. But that's also just the, all the guys that are on top right now, they started doing that, you know, just how it is. Um, but I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. What, I get to put are, out whatever songs I want. So that's yeah. cool. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are other like challenges, maybe day-to-day challenges that you face? Oh man. I mean, really? I mean, day-to-day challenge really would be, a lot of it, like on the booking front, is like people giving me an opportunity, you know, um, especially especially if it's not in – I mean, even if it is in Tennessee, but, like, you know, I've got pretty good pool here in Tennessee to where, like, if I play, you usually get a good, decent, you know, pretty good crowd. But, like, that's one big challenge is just getting venues to 
let me in one time. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, usually when we play, they always want us back. But the hard part is, hey, can you give us the opportunity to play here? And then, you know what I mean? Just because it's just how it is. But usually when we get in there, we show them we're professional, we're good, we know what we're doing. Um, but the hard part is getting that foot, the foot in the door when you are an independent artist and you um, you don't have the money. It's where I can't go up to, you know, name a random venue, you know, the Georgia Theater. I can't go to them and be like, hey, guys, y'all don't have to worry about paying me nothing. I'm going to rent the venue out. We're going to run it all ourselves, you know. Whereas, you, you know, bigger guys could do that because they can be like, hey, we're going to rent it out because I know I'm going to make all that money back and then some with my following down here. Um, but I think that's like really a big one because I mean, if you're, if you got every weekend, unless you're a horrible, horrible artist, if you have every weekend booked in decent markets, you're going to have success if you're putting out music because you're constantly in front of new faces and constantly being proactive in that. I think. Well, I guess I, I like to focus on your music as well. You released your debut album in November. How has the reception been on that so far? It's been pretty good. You know, it was a really long time coming. Like, that was a pain to get out because, like, through that project, like, it was only seven songs, but, like, we switch. Like, I went through a whole switching studios and it was a pain because I went and switched producers, like, halfway through when I got my manager and, you know, how that kind of drama can be. But it was good. Um, and it's it's been doing well. I mean, it was obviously a really short project. We're about to put more new music out really soon, but four of them were singles and they did really well. Um, like on Spotify as a whole, as a whole project, it's almost at a million streams. So, I mean, it's done well as, as seven songs by itself, but pumped to get new stuff out. The, the sucky part about that was just like those songs really should have been out last year. Like when I say last year, I mean, like they just, those should have been out at the beginning of 2020 or into 2019 in my perfect world, but everything was getting held up constantly. So, but now, now we got a better process to where, you know, this new stuff we're about to put out we able to chop it out and be putting out a lot of music just because those songs were kind of old from what I've, from what I've read, all those songs were written in early 2019. You know? mm -hmm. How does that process differ as an independent artist? And really just money, <laughs> money, money, because like, you know, guys like, you know, a lot of people are freaking out because like Wallen just dropped that 30 song album, you know, and it's incredible. It's great. I've not stopped listening to it, but like what a lot of people don't even realize is like guys like him and Jason Aldean, like Luke Combs and, you know, John Party, all these dudes, like right now they probably have 80 songs recorded because every January they go in there and they record. I mean, I heard on Cody Johnson's last album, he had to pick from like 80 songs, something crazy for his <laughs> album. Um, but they had that money where they go in there and they have like four producers and four different mixing engineers. And they, they go through so many different ears uh, for people um, to listen to so I think that's the biggest thing because obviously like if I had the money I would go into my producer and be like hey man I'm going to record 20 songs with you right now and I'm going to pick when and where I want to re uh, release them throughout the year um, but you know my finances just aren't like that right now I guess that's the biggest difference I feel like in the recording process for independent artists versus guys that are on labels well speaking of your uh, album on Spotify I have it pulled up here um, and there's this, there's a section next to it that says fans also like, um, and I just kind of wanted to read some of these names off to you. Cause I think it's, it's pretty complimentary. I'd hope Kent Bryant, Ray Fulcher, Jason Aldean, like, how do you feel about those names being like, Hey, if you, if you like his music, Oh yeah. <laughs> That's cool. 
No, that's cool. And I know like Kitten's a really good rider around town and a good artist. Ray Fulcher's obviously, as everybody knows, an incredible rider. And uh, he's got some good art- uh, songs as an artist as well. So it, it's always cool to see that, you know. Like I said, I didn't know Jason Aldean was on there, but that makes it cooler. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right there. Um, yeah. That's cool. To everybody listening, if you haven't heard Hayden yet and you heard any of those names, you're like, yeah, I like them. Listen to him. Listen to him. Because seriously, I was I was listening to uh, which I ain't from here before when I was listening to ain't from here earlier today, and I was like, Jason Aldean. Like I grew up. That's 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 what got me hooked on country music. Like Jason Aldean straight up was the first two country songs I ever heard that I liked, and I was like, man, this is right along the same line. Dude, I appreciate. That's it. a huge compliment for me. He's one of my definitely. I look up to him. You kind of mentioned your plans for earlier in the year getting derailed. Was that because of COVID? Um, you're talking about uh, earlier last year? Yeah, like with your you, oh, how you wanted the songs to come out? Yeah, like, well, a lot of the songs, like with the wanting the songs to come out, really the song part wasn't even with COVID. It was really just with like one of the, you know, one of the guys I used to work with that was like putting out my first stuff, like the first three singles you see on there, I recorded those with a different person that I did like the album with. Um, but like Tennessee on the album, um, Lights Off, both those two songs were both recorded somewhere else, even though we had to, actually had to re-record some of the stuff. The other five songs that came from here, same old song, all those songs were recorded with my new guy. Um, and this is not even a dig, really. Just the other guy I was working with was just taking a long time to give me my stuff back to where it was just like really hindering my pr- recording process. But it didn't have really anything, like I said, to do with coronavirus um, and quarantine and all that. That really screwed up my tour schedule. But once again, you know, a lot of people have said this. I know a lot of people don't agree, but like a lot of it for me, it was a little bit of a blessing in disguise, just making me slow down and be like, hey, you know, the same, it's like kind of the quality over quantity thing, you know, it's like, Hey, before we go off to the races here in 2021, at least we have the opportunity to be like, make sure we're doing everything correct. We're not out here just doing it, do stuff, doing things to do them. You know, we're doing everything with a purpose and not losing money when we shouldn't lose money, you know, stuff like that on the touring end of things. But yeah, to answer your question, sorry, I'll, I'll ramble all day, but to answer your question, <laughs> the Corona thing, it didn't screw up. Uh, it wasn't, that wasn't the deal with the songs. It was really just kind of what was going on uh, in the studio. Gotcha. Um, so we kind of, we sent you a message earlier today asking if you could choose any five country songs to listen to for the rest of your life. Um, I know, man, that was tough. That kind of hit me. I was like, whoa, I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, so you want me to go on that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Go ahead and tell us what your first one was. And then we came up with a list too. Okay. Well, I guess the way I thought of it was like, that was just too much pressure. So I kind of picked like five artists. I'm just going to name random okay. songs. I like them just cause like, I feel like if you're listening to guys, you like that some song, that's a song that's like, Oh, I could listen to that forever. Yeah. Um, I'll go old first. I'm going to go on the other hand, Randy Travis. Okay. I love that song. I think that's incredible songwriting and it's also just really some deep shit. I think I really like it. And my girlfriend was with me and she was like, just pick songs you listen to when you're drunk. And I'm like, well, there's one. <laughs> okay. there, um, there's- Rand- Randy Travis story really quick. And I don't know if this, how long this has been going on for, or if it's going to be a thing. Um, and you said you were just at Billy Boss for Josh Abbott, but Randy Travis sits stage side for Josh Abbott. At least he has the, the time that I went two months ago, I, 
believe he might have been there when you were there. Um, do you know anything about that? I I don't. I don't know. Actually, funny story. Last year in Nashville, before everything got like weird, I think it was the beginning of February, I want to say, or uh, might have been the end of January. It was like it was in the cold months before coronavirus hitting. We were playing at this bar in Nashville called uh, it's just like a restaurant bar, Corner Pub. It was Corner Pub this, in this area called The Nations. And one of our, one of my drummer, one of his friends is his, uh, Randy Travis's stepdaughter. And during our whole show, Randy Travis was in the front row. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I was really surreal. Like he was like five feet from me singing. And I was like, dang, that's cool. Like clapping. And I was like, man, that's like crazy. That's Randy Travis. But no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, man. And also like, it was like a short set. So I was doing a bunch of originals and covers. And then of course, some people come up to me, like putting like some uh, people that were listening, come up putting like a piece of paper at my feed and like asking for a request for Randy Travis. So I'm sitting here like, first of all, we haven't rehearsed these songs. And the last thing I want to do is butcher one of his songs right in front of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just steer clear of that. That could be more of an insult than a compliment. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. No, I didn't see him. We actually didn't even stay the whole time just because that snow that was coming. We didn't know when snow was coming in. Uh, it's like the only time I, like, you know, before Texas is about to snow so we were kind of worried about that since we started to drive like two and a half hours after the Billy Bob show but no I didn't see him so for um our first song that we picked we picked Springsteen by Eric Church incredible song yeah everybody knows it right it doesn't get much better than that it doesn't. And I love Eric Church. We we all agreed on that one too yeah. which is really <laughs> unlike us yeah <laughs> that's an uncommon thing if you all to agree on a song yeah we all have our yes. own different tastes and that's yeah. cool though yeah, yeah. Cool. but very, we can all very, agree on eric church yes <laughs> always and springsteen i feel like even if you don't like eric i mean everybody knows that song everybody likes it it's just a good song yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's like the summer anthem every summer totally. every year. what's uh oh. what what you got next Man, that's just a lot of pre- this is just a lot of pressure because I feel like <laughs> mine's not mine. Songs aren't standing up to Springsteen. Um, <laughs> another guy that I really love is uh, I guess we'll go ahead and go. Jason Aldean's one of my favorite artists. I'll go ahead and pick with him, and I can either do a deep cut or not. Oh yeah, deep cut it, deep cut <laughs> it. We're all about deep cuts. I mean, this wasn't even really a deep cut at this point because it got so big. But I, I'm a big Jason Aldean first album guy. Like, I love the first album. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a deep cut, but I can't. I've been singing it a ton the past couple of days. Why, Jason yes. Aldean? Oh, that song's so yes. good. Oh, Incredible yeah. song, you know. But it turned into not being a deep cut. Obviously, uh, that whole first album though, I could listen to all that. But I guess I'll go with, if I'm picking a Jason Aldean song. I'll go with Why. You're gonna sit here and say that you can't stand up to Bruce or to uh, Springsteen by Eric Church, and then you're gonna drop that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what y'all so, say? For our second one, we picked a Cody Johnson song, uh, "Me and My Kind." Incredible song. Yeah, I, this one's the one that got me hooked on Kojo a couple years ago. So. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, one of those few songs that got me hooked on him. You know, I still, I don't even know. I do like that uh, most recent album he put out. But some yeah. of those older songs I like even better. I like a lot of his older stuff. There's some of his uh, older stuff I never even heard into some of my girlfriend. She's from Texas and knows like every single song by him, even like the ones that I think are not very, you know, the quality ones. <laughs> yeah. Every word. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I 
I've moved down uh, to Texas from Ohio and like one of the first times I met my now fiance, we, I was, she's like, Oh, what kind of country music do you like? And I'm like, I like Cody Johnson. She's like, same. I expected her just to say me and my kind or dance or home or whatever. And she starts throwing these deep cuts out at me, like holes and babies. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yep. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I don't, there's one, what is it? 18 wheels or something. Yeah. 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 Like I never That's heard an of old one. Yeah. She starts telling me, I'm like, Jesus, you really are a fan. <laughs> What's uh, what's your third pick, Hayden? Let's see. I think I gotta give. I think I gotta give Morgan Wallen some love here, and this is a new one off the new album. But I, Ooh. I'm obsessed with "Wasted on You." That's a I good know that's one. real yeah. trappy. It's real yeah, trappy. It is. It's very not country, but like, it's Morgan Wallen, man. I can't get that one out of my head. That one's catchy. It's really catchy. It's catchy, and I know that's probably not a country song, honestly, to a lot of people, but I, I, I love that one. We don't discriminate yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> we don't. Oh, um, man. Uh, so th- this was my personal pick. I overrode the other guy's opinions on this one. Um, I, I have to go Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. I mean, it, it doesn't get more country music than that. I could listen to anybody sing this song. I don't care who it is. I will listen to anybody sing the song and it just, it hits every time. Yeah. That's a great song. I think you can't go wrong with Johnny cash. Is that ever in your uh, sets or ever come up on like a oh, yeah. or anything? Especially when I first started music, just cause like you can't play that at a venue or, or like a bar or even like a restaurant. They're like, not everybody's like, Oh, that's a good song. You know, mm-hmm. It's just like, just like Springsteen. If you play it, it's like, Oh, that's cool. Whatever. I'm, I'm indifferent. We went with the uh, low hanging fruit on this, I guess. We picked we picked all the layups. <laughs> That's a good song, man. What you got next? Uh, let's see. How many have I done? I've done two, three. three. I've done three. Three. Mm-hmm. three, dude, man. I'm I'm dwindling down. Uh, I'm a big George Jones guy, and I'm gonna go with another kind of deep cut because none of my friends ever know when I play it for them. But um, uh. A Drunk Can't Be a Man. Y'all know that one? I haven't heard that one. Check that one out, man. The hook, is, out, yeah. the hook is a man can be a drunk sometime, but a drunk can't be a man. Ooh. And I was like, damn it. When I heard that yeah. song. So y'all need to <laughs> y'all write that one down, man. I think y'all yeah. like that. I've got it down now. Yep. I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. It's classic George Jones. It's slow. And like, you better get a glass of whiskey out. But I mean, it's really good. I love that one. Sounds like a plan. um okay our uh fourth one here yeah this was my choice too and it's a new one um drew parker put out while you're gone and like the second i heard that song i was like i'm a big drew parker fan i actually he's usually on my our artist similar to on spotify whenever i see that i'm like that's good i love him i love i love all the new stuff he's been putting out yeah Yeah, that ep is so good yeah so good but yeah, while you're gone is incredible. That song really popped off. I think that was like a highway find for him. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Was it? That song really hit well when it came out. Um, let's last, see. Last so you pick, got, you got one more, Hayden. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure, man. Once you uh, pick this one, all the other ones go away forever. I know. <laughs> That's what it feels like. All right, I'm gonna go with my boy Luke Combs. But I just don't know where to pick because like he doesn't have a bad song. Yeah, you can't miss. You really can't miss. Like anything I say, y'all can't be like that's a bad song. It's just to be like that's not my favorite, but it's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, one song I can't stop singing lately, and I'm just going to go new just because, like, I wore Luke Combs out for a while, and I came and listened to some of his old stuff now, or old stuff, you know, his first album. Mm. But I love the other guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's great. I like the other guy a lot. I really like that song. I keep listening to that one. Just because I that's also another one, like, the song-wise, like, there's so many dudes I feel like that could cut it that it would still just be like, wow, that was a good song. Like, that song just hits. Like, Jason Aldean could kill that. Oh, it reminds yeah. me a lot of, like, it gives me, like, the truth vibes, you know? Yeah. Like, kind of, yeah. So, I like that one a lot. So our fifth and final one was uh, Kit Morris' song. I think that is another one that we can agree on is we're, we're all pretty big Kit Moore fans, yeah. but the bowl. Yeah. From what the bull it? from Slow Heart. I'm gonna have to the listen. Bull. I don't know if I know that one. I probably have heard it. Yeah, it was on his Slow Heart album. All right, I'm writing that down right now. Actually, <laughs> um, yeah, Kip Moore. So he announced a show at. Just keep talking about Billy Bob's. But he announced Billy it. Bob's. He announced it in like it's it's a March show and tickets went on sale. What was it Monday? Yeah, it sold out. In, it sold out in less than an hour in Texas. Yeah. So I don't know if like somehow a bunch of scalpers got the tickets or what, but yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Is this re- you said this is recently? Yeah, it was like yeah. I think it they went on sale last Friday. Jeez. Yeah. And the yeah. show's not till March. Yeah. And he just gone. He must be doing something right right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I had planned on flying down to Texas for it. So <laughs> no, no. Where, where are y'all at? Where where are the, uh, the other two I, guys? From? I'm up in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. And I'm in Akron. Okay, cool. Akron, Ohio. Sunny Akron, yeah, Ohio. Left Ohio, man. Yeah. <laughs> you left well, us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah, I couldn't. We all met. Yeah, we all went to school together in, in Ohio. That's how we met. So there you go. We're all born and raised, but couldn't do, can't do the cold anymore. <laughs> I bet. Now, being down in Texas, of course, I, like I said, the first, like one of the only times I ever go through the whole year, though, we get like, I went out to West Texas, five inches of snow this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can't I can't get away from the cold for real. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next? What what do you have going on later this year? Man, uh right now just really uh getting back in the studio. Uh I start back shows this weekend. I go back, I play in Atlanta Friday down in Georgia, and we just kind of kick it off pretty hardcore. Uh I mean I say hardcore, but you know, for you know, easing back in with the coronavirus, doing what we can. We're playing all over Tennessee and I've got some very – I'm really trying to hit hard. Like I said, I'm trying to get out to Texas or Oklahoma, you know, just in the Texas music scene some with some guys and some of my friends out there. And uh, really mainly besides hitting Tennessee, trying to pound Georgia and Alabama a ton just because I've got a lot of listeners there. Um, Those are kind of key markets, kind of like with the whole 65 South thing, you know, Peachtree Entertainment deal. You know, me being a Tennessee guy, it's hard to, like, link in there. But luckily we've had some guys that – starting to take some interest in me and hopefully give me some opportunities to play in those venues. So hitting those and, uh, studio, man, I'm, uh, like we're talking about TikTok. I've got one song that's doing well on TikTok, and I'm, oh, I got, I'm supposed to go hit the vocals on it tomorrow. Hopefully the guy that I record with, he's been doing some repairs on the studio, but hopefully I get to go in there tomorrow and hopefully start pumping singles out a bunch. My goal right now is probably, I'm not going to do a project this year, but just a bunch of singles. I'm hoping at least like five or six, you know, five, six singles. That'd be great nice. in a perfect world. But like I said earlier, some of that stuff being independent, you know, can get pushed back and all that, but definitely going to try to put out as much as I can. Yeah, how, that, 
how sorry how great was that answer to hear by the way i'm i have shows in yeah. we haven't oh, heard that in a year yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's so great to hear that yeah it is even like we a lot of our stuff coming up it's acoustic but like at least we're getting out you know we're getting to play out and it's a blessing you know it's it's way better than sitting on the couch you know yeah yeah i was gonna say i've heard that song you got on tiktok what it's good as it gets yeah good as it gets i really like that one i think that one's gonna be good so thanks man a lot excited of people, for it you know the reaction seems really good so i mean i didn't even write on it a couple of my buddies did that i've been writers on my other songs and they played it for me they wrote it like four years ago and i was like dude let me cut that <laughs> really cool it seems up my alley but now ever since i've been putting it out and playing it for people people seem to really like it and I'm talking with my producer and we're definitely trying to get like some, you know, just some different sounds from the album we just put out, even though it was only seven songs or just, just so everything people hear is not predictable, you know, the same old gray, you know, we don't want it to be, we want it all to be different. So hopefully we get some different sounds on these songs and hopefully we can use the internet to our advantage. Like people are using TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hunter's our resident TikTok user. Yeah. I'm giving it a try. So <laughs> Dude, hey, it's crazy the platform and one of the like with the good as it gets thing, I put it on. I had no videos doing that well and I wake up and I've gained like I mean it's crazy. That video had like a hundred and thirty thousand views and I was like, Wow. Jeez. There we go. You know, yeah. after I've been getting videos getting like three hundred views, two hundred views, yeah. someone get like a thousand. Just crazy the algorithm on that app is crazy. Yeah. I mean, like I knew like Priscilla Block, we're friends, she hit well boom killed yeah. it kind of deal yeah. then my buddy trey lewis would dig down in dallas it's <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah that, that app makes me feel old i had to google how to do some stuff on it because <laughs> i couldn't figure hey, it out it can be complex man yeah. it can be all right hayden well before we uh cut you loose for the rest of the night i want to give you another chance to let everybody listening know where they can find you uh your music social media um and then plug you know those quick 2021 plans for us again yeah, totally. Uh, if y'all have social media, I'm on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, just either Hayden Kaufman Music or uh, Hayden Kaufman Music. If you type anything like that, I'll come up. Um, you also check out my website, HaydenKaufman.com. And then uh, if you go on any of those, you'll be able to find me on the road this year. And got music on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere you can find me. And uh, if you like anything here, please share it. For sure. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, thank you all for having me on here, man. It's been fun. Yeah, for sure. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. As soon as you get some more of these uh, new these songs out in 2021, we'll have to have you back on. Totally. Let me know, man. I'm down anytime. All right. Thanks, Hayden. Take care. See you guys. See ya. All right, everyone, that was Hayden Kaufman. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the interview. If you did, please leave us a review. If you do that, it helps us get seen more on iTunes, on Spotify, all that stuff. And then our show's going to get better. It's going to grow. It's going to improve for everybody listening. Um, so if you have suggestions for artists that you'd like to hear on here, drop us a line on social media. Send us a, a DM. Let us know in the review that you write for us. Um, but thanks again, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you all back here next week. Oh.